We're going to spend some time on some of the Ashkafa of Sukkis and Hashanah Rabbah and the rest of the Yemei Adin. And I'm going to first go back to what we began discussing this morning for those of you who weren't here. It'll be new and it'll be a little quicker. For those of you who are here, it'll be a quick Hazara. The concept of Muhammad's Gogamogog appears twice over Sukkis. First day's Haftarah and Shabbos Cholamai, today's Haftarah as well. And interestingly enough, the Gemara of Adazara has the famous Taich in the Pasuk that the Goyim are going to claim that they built the Palisades, Route 9, the GW, and everything else for us, and we can get to where we need to go to learn, and to build Kehillahs, and they want the star. Of course, Baruch Hu said, you did it for yourself, but I'll give you a test. And he gives the mitzvah sukkah and makes it blazing hot, which needs further Hezbuk, uh, to see how they would react, and they didn't react very well. What well, we said today, Taich the Pasuk, in terms of the Goyim who would survive Muhammad's Gagamaga, these are the good ones already. And if you want to put the Gemara with the way the Radak and the Mabim learned the Psukim we're speaking about, you'd have to say there were a number of rounds to handpick those who would survive to become. Help us for Klai Yisrael to have the schus of being here, the Tukufus and Mashiach. And apparently X amount survived, that's the good news, and then it was submitted to the test whether they would reject the mitzvah of sukkah or not. And then X amount didn't pass that one, and the Pasuk, where it refers to the quote-unquote mitzvah of having all the Umas Ha'ilam come for sukkahs to Alil Regal to Yushalayim, as the Malbim and the Radak say, to commemorate the nace that they survived and the Nisim and the flows of Mohammed's Golgamogog. So apparently that's the third round of those who passed everything else, so now they're here to stay. And we mentioned the Chiddush that Pasuk seems to be pointing out, again, the way the Malbim and the Radak learn it, that there's a mitzvah, not one of the Zion mitzvahs, but there's a tremendous Indian for them to come. So much so that the Pasik says that Hashem warns them through the Navi Zechariah that they don't come. They're not going to get rain, they're not going to get Parnasa. And for those of the Akum in Mitzrayim who think they can get away with that because they don't need rain, they're going to get a different Magefa. So we asked this morning, that's quite, a, quite an Einish for something they weren't in in the first place. So why is that? So, simple shot seems to be they survived the war. And there was to understand the Yad Hashem and to see the Nisman of Flows, they should be with the program and want to volunteer and want to be with Klai Yisrael. What we didn't address is why do they want to be, why should they be here at Dafka for Sukkis, the anniversary of Mohammed's Gogamogog. As the tour brings down, this Abter is Sukkis for Gogamogog, and Pesach is for Tchiyas I think it 
goes deeper in terms of why Dafka Sukkis, Sukkis is Mansum Chaseinu. And the reason all the Regalim have, and it's a simple, but the reason it's repeated more by Sukkis is because Sukkis is after the Yemei Adin, the Lulav and Esrig, which we'll get back to at least start tonight, the Mitzvah Shem Lulav and Esrig represent the warrior coming out of battle, holding his sword up high, with tremendous simcha that he survived and he was victorious. And that's hopefully what we're doing after Yom Kippur. Yeah. The well, we're going to elaborate uh, soon a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. The it represents again. This is time of the cross. Exodus You don't have to have this in mind. But all the mafreshim point out that the lulav with the other minim, and they give various reasons for the other minim as well. But the lulav represents the uh, the sword, the spear, where the soldier comes and. And proclaims victory, and he's a tremendous simcha, victory parade. Used to be politically correct. Uh, today, uh, perhaps it wouldn't be because maybe the wars aren't justified, and, and so be it. But Mohammed's Galgamagog, although we didn't start it, so that wasn't justified, but the Kashbarhu Kaviachal having to step in and win it for us, I don't think it's a coincidence that that is designated for Sukkis. Because the result is the same result that we have from coming out of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We hope and we have bitachon that uh, the din was good and we felt we really changed, we really did tshuva. And that should propel us toward tremendous simcha, which is why Sukkot has the greatest simcha of all the regalim. Supposed to be in the proper frame of mind, not stam, we passed through a Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. If we feel we did a proper avodah, without getting uh, too gaivetic about it. We know we didn't do a perfect job. We feel we really gave it our all, and part of that is really having simcha at a time when you feel you're in a better place for your ruchnius, and you feel you're going to be, this year, going to try to be a be- better Eved Hashem. And I believe that's why the description here in Zechariah is the Goyim should join us, it's not one of the Zayim Mitzvahs, but they're going to join us for something to see what Avedis Hashem is, then Sukkot is the time. They're going to be Eila Regal, and they're going to come with Klai Yisrael if they want to see real Avedis Hashem at the pinnacle of Simcha after the hard work of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. The Simcha is deserved if we are honest with ourselves and we, we did the hard work. And the Gaim should witness that the only true Simcha in life is when you feel that you're with the program and the Ruchni is take a sense. And as you mentioned this morning as well, throughout the Yantif, the theme of the Yantif is Sukkis, is everything's Derech Harai, Hevel Havolim, the Gashmias is worthless. The, the houses, the cars, all the Gashmias they have, it doesn't mean anything. As I mentioned this morning, Hashan Shofar Hirsch says, Gag Magag, a lot of gimbals, is Gag. The Gaim believe in their strong fortifications, their roofs, their strong houses, their fortresses, their armaments, and Sukkis is against all of that. And the only true Simcha is when you really feel you're working for something worthwhile that's going to last. And I believe that's why they really get an Eidish. It's something they're not technically mechuyivin. But if they don't understand this, they don't understand they're going to see it more Sukkot's time than any other time of year, then they're not with the program. Somebody asked uh, Steinman Zatzel, why is it that we have the greatest Simcha on Sukkot and with Sukkot for Nisa Chamayim? Nisa Chamayim of all things? Nisa Chayayim we would understand. We're not drinking it, we're pouring it down. What's water all about? So, there are a million in Yanamalpi Nister over here. 
But if you want a good Pashup shot takeaway, I thought this is beautiful. Just a, a great one-liner, if you'll say, just to touch it all up. Mayim is the most Pashup thing on earth. It's the most vital. We would have Nisach of Avir, but you can't package air, although in the souvenir shops they do that. But that would be an Avaita. So Mayim is the next thing that is the most Pashup thing around. And Shabbat says it's the Indian to show that Avodah Hashem doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be fancy. It goes very well with Anivus and Pashtus and focusing on Ruchnius. And if you take the item in Olam Hazeh and Gashmius, that's the most Pashtus, it's water. And if you understand that and you're putting that into effect in your life, then that's the greatest symptom. And with that goes Arbeminim. Lamaisa, the Arbeminim, now they cost a lot. But Arbeminim are things that grow from the ground. They're things that symbolize, again, the lulav of all of them, but uh, the fact that with, with the other Minim, famous Chazal, that they're hidden with Teira, without the proper Midas yet, that they're still working on those with mitzvahs, and no Teira, and those with neither, the Amaratzim, and those with both. You have to put them all together, not time for the music just yet. Now we're talking about Simcha. Thank you. But there is a symbolism in every aspect, Nisa Chamayim, the Sukkah, the Lulav and about Pashtus, about Achtus, about focusing on mitzvahs, it's not about you, it's not about your money, it's not about your COVID, it's not about your gaiva, it's not about things, not about buying things, it's about your Ruchnias. And We've all noticed by now, the older you get, the more you notice it. The only true Simcha Sachayim is when you realize that, then you make a change in lifestyle to, to get there. It's very interesting. Chaim Shalevitz says. Can I ask a uh, yes. Change in lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean that you're trading in your car after this year or your house. Although that might not be a bad idea, but I'm not pushing that. That's a different. Uh, uh, I'm being practical here. It's trying to internalize that the car you have to drive and the house you have to live in and all the other things you're running after are not really that important. You can have people driving inexpensive cars, but it, their whole focus is the car. It's a matter of focus, and the less you focus on these things, the more time you'll have to learn and to do mitzvahs and to work on helping others. That's what Sukkot is all about. Sukkot says, dearest I write, say, this is what Sukkot is all about. Just what Shaiman's word is that Nisa Chamayim goes with this because Mayim is Mayim, like a three lugum of water. Even if it's Poland Springs, how much is it worth? Say, go to Meishelayach, and it's the biggest simcha of the year. <laughs> biggest simcha of the year. On the Yotiv with the biggest simcha. And the Goyim, if they don't come, I'm going to get them a Gaifa. Because if they don't understand this is where they should be, watching this, internalizing this, then they're lost. There's a very famous Rashi, which you all saw recently, in Hazinu. Again, the Abraminim represent the Achtus. Everybody's supposed to be helping everybody else out. And they even point out that uh, we clap Hashanahs tomorrow. So why are we clapping Hashanahs? Now don't misquote this. What is the Hashanah of the four Minim? Which year does that represent? The one Nebuch who doesn't yet have mitzvahs or Torah. So I've heard some people incorrectly say, yeah, we're going to clap those Amaratsim. That's not the point. 
we're supposed to clap the Amaratzis within us <laughs> and try to eradicate the Amaratzis both in mitzvahs and in Torah learning and reach out to those who never didn't learn yet or didn't learn enough and include them. That's why we have it all together. So those who, and people mention this to me, says, we're separating the Hashanahs now because we really want to get rid of them, right? I said, them is in all of us, a question of degree, and we have to do this in unison. If we don't understand that we're supposed to be feeding off each other, then uh, there's not going to be gro- general growth, and you're not going to have the simcha if you're not using your kalim to give it over to others as well. Kir of Kravim, Kir of Rechaikim, whichever you're good at. So the Pasuk here says, You're all familiar with the Rashi? Rashi says, Three places. Why? Because the Anshei Dar, the Rosham is saying, if a chutzpah is building a teva, he thinks we're getting destroyed. He thinks he's better than us. If he dares try to walk into that teva, we're going to kill him and smash the teva. So Hashem said, okay, let's watch. You can't tie these snuck in. Broad daylight. And Kosh Baruch Hasef, the lions and the tigers, nobody went near him. And he had a nice uh, send-off and they were just watching. That's the first Betzamayim Hazem. And they didn't succeed in their plan. Next Betzamayim Hazem, knew anybody remember? Mitzrayim. So Mitzrayim said the same thing. No one's going anywhere, nobody ever escaped. Akash Baruch said, watch. I'm not taking that in the middle of the night, even though, Power, you wanted us to leave in the middle of the night. Not happening. We're going. Daylight, you watch. If you could stop us, try. Third Betzameyemazeh is here. So, Chaim Shmulevitz in his famous Shmuz says, the first two, I understand. There's Betzameyemazeh, they're going to try to stop Noach and smash the Teva. So that we understand, because Baruch Hu physically is going to stop them. Then we have, is that coming from upstairs? Wasn't closed, yes. Uh, wasn't closed, wasn't sealed, okay. So you can move up if you want. So the first bats of is there. We understand because Baruch Hu could physically and did physically stop them. Second one, the Mitzrayim tried to stop us. Kosh Baruch Hu is going to show them that they can't make a move, and we're going to walk out The third one, Rechayin Shalavitz wants to know what exactly was the Havamina? Moshe is going to die. You can't physically stop somebody from dying, and the Shamba is just going to leave. So what was the Havamina that Kosh Baruch had to What exactly were they going to do about this? So he says, Arichus, but for our purposes over here, he says, Klai Yisrael felt such a Sheba to Moshe Rabbeinu, such a Kurosatoy for what he did as the Rabbin Shi Yisrael, the one who took him out of Mitzrayim and did all the Nisan and brought them on. They felt such a Sheba that they understood with their tefillah they could actually stop it. Now, Chayesh brings examples. He says, We don't have too many examples of Tchias Hamesim in Nach. Very few. No? One of the most famous ones. Only two that come to mind, leaving Yechezkel aside with the Rabbim, the two Yechidim, Elio and Elisha. Why they have the schus to, it was like tragedy never, we'd like to do Tchias HaMesim. Why? Why'd they ask, let alone why'd they succeed? It's a good, good kasha. So Chaim Shalevit says they only asked and understood they would succeed because they felt Hakaras Atoiv, they were taken in, the hostess gave them Hachnas Sarcham at a very difficult time, 
certainly with Elio and Alicia as well, it was an ongoing invitation, and they felt they were meshubed to do this, and therefore it would work. That their tefillahs and their akars tatayv would work, and it did. And he says, you find when Rabbi Yudanasi was dying, Klaisal was davening, and he couldn't die until Amsa Debe Rebbe did something about it because it was torture. And they felt they can, hold on, how do you stop somebody from dying? The answer is, if you feel you need them and you feel you have akars tatayv, then tefillahs go that much further. And that's important for the Abraminim discussion that we're having. It's not just a question of reaching out to other people. It's a question of displaying the proper Akaras and understanding that uh, nobody lives in a vacuum and everybody's together. And part of clopping Hashanahs is not to clop the fellow who was never Zeichah to learn. It's to clop the Midah within all of us. We have ways to go in our learning and in our mitzvahs and figure out a way where we can eradicate the Amaratzis from Klai Yisrael. That's what we're doing tomorrow, among other deep in Yanim Alpinister. And I think it speaks volumes. It's uh, certainly something that is difficult for us to do. The more you're wrapped up in your Gashmias, it really just means Gashmias, you can't eat houses or cars or money for that matter. It's all an issue of COVID and Gaiva. COVID is an issue of... Um, Gaiva, when you're just focused on yourself, your own myopic view of the world. And the more you do that, the less you are inclined to see other people's issues and realize they need your help and that you need their help. Part of Gaiva is not reaching out to other people also. So it goes in both directions. And the fact that if you're spending a lot of your time in pursuit of Gashmi, it's going to leave you a lot less time to learn and to have the bandwidth to focus on your Ruchnius. A few examples. One more example from the Lulav itself before we uh, move on to Hoshana Rabbah. There's a very interesting uh, Mahalach in the Sukkot David we quote at the beginning of Yontif. Sukkot David wants to know why is it that there's a Zecher to the Nani Al-Kavid in the midst of the race of Sukkah and there's no Zecher of the Mon and no Zecher to the Bear. Nisa Chamayim is not a Zechah to the bear. So isn't that interesting? We have three big Nisim in the Midbar for 40 years. Sukkis gets a whole Yantif, Anani Akavid, Sukkis Mamish. Sukkis Mamish is also a nice that we existed, we survived. And Anani Akavid, both. And the man gets no mention. I would think you'd have a mitzvah, some, something, we should bake something, it looks like man, tastes like some, some Zechah. And Be'er Shomirim is also pretty miraculous. As a matter of fact, they talk about where they bought the Abraminim. Where they got the Abraminim in the Midbar? So some say they got it from Engedi. That's a whole separate shmuz. That means they sent a pretty large delegation to Israel. And others say Be'er Shomirim was a gushing stream, 12 streams, and vegetation grew all around it. It was a whole garden. And they got it from there. But we have no zecher of it. So why is that? So Sukkot's David says something very fascinating. He says that Kash doesn't ask us, doesn't want us, we couldn't do it to replicate any nace in particular. We had man, we needed it, we're in the midbar. Hashem gave us man, we had to eat, we had to drink, Hashem gave us Be'er Shomerim. The Anani Akavid represent a makam of Kedusha. And the mitzvah of Sukkah is recreating a makam of Kedusha, and that we could do. That's within our means. We're asked to do it on Sukkot, with the Sukkot. We're asked to do it all year when we move back into our house. 
making our homes a makam kedusha. That means you got to watch what's coming in via electronic means, and the mailbox still works, unfortunately, for many things they drop off and send that haven't been canceled yet. I'll remind people of that. That's part of the Kabbalah from Yom Kippur. Yes, you do have to get rid of the mail. That means they shouldn't send it before your son goes to the mailbox, or before you go to the mailbox. And what's coming in through all the other means via the cloud, speaking of Anani, I covered. Sometimes it's a covered, sometimes it's not or what's coming in through the uh, old-fashioned modems, however it's getting in there. So the mitzvah of sukkah is, create a makam kedusha. You don't need an ace for that. That's up to you. And the second makam kedusha we have, Baruch Hashem, you're all sitting in. That's the mikdash ma'at, that's the shul, that's the best medrash, and it's real. We have created, you build a building, it's an amazing thing. Build a building, it goes with your house. And through the learning in your house, the in the house, the mitzvahs in the house, kedushas in the house, and the learning of kedusha and tefillahs in your shul, we create a mikdash ma'at, a sukkah ma'at, throughout the entire year. But sukkah is the time we focus on showing that contrast. That's number one. Number two, again, I want to show you both sides. They're all part of the same, same avodah. There's a very famous Gemara the Gemara talks about an interesting uh, I guess I don't want to call it habit it was a, it was a positive thing it was a Hanhaga we'll call it it's a better Lushen the Gemara in Sukkah Lamechesim and Aleph Rav Achar Bayakov took his Lulav how do you remember this Gemara? the Shul just made a scene on the South of Sukkah we're going to make it soon yes so that's a very, very targeted, dangerous statement. I know it's dangerous, but it's the next line of the Gemara. Din gera be'ena desitna means take this sharp lulav and in your eyes. That's a, that's a tough statement. So the Gemara says, it doesn't criticize Arachab Yaakov. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the Gemara says, maybe you shouldn't do that. Just start up with the Satan. He's going to get vindictive. He might try to trip you up. It's not a great idea. So also, Chaim Shmulevit says, no, so why do Rabbi Achav Yaakov do it? So the Gemara is not attacking him. So he says, beautifully, we know that Rabbi Yaakov paid a supreme compliment to the Sutton and Lahabdul Panina. And he said, they both met L'Shem Shemayim. Panina met L'Shem Shemayim, even though it looks like Napasik, Chasa Shalom, she's shepherding Chana and driving her crazy. She did it because she wanted to daven harder. She meant, well... She got punished, as Al-Chaim Shalevitz and the St. Shmuz talks about when you put your hand in fire, you get burnt, even if you meant well. But she meant well. And then, we're sticking up for Penina that we understand. Then he says, and the Sutton, who has a very bad rap, and I'm not saying we don't understand it, but he said, the Sutton is here to give us schar. He's created, he's working for the same HaKosh Baruch Hu, and he's here to give us Nesianis and give us schar. And then he says it's difficult, and when we pass, we get schar. But he mentioned in the same sentence that he means l'shem shemaim. He's trying to give us schar. And the Gemara says he came and he kissed the feet of Abraham Yaakov because it's the first Tana who gave him some positive PR. So all the Mepharshim say that Abraham Yaakov is the one who gave positive PR. So he's friendly with the Sutton. Once you're friendly, you can uh, start up. What does that mean for us? Don't start up with the Sutton. What it means for us is the, 
practical end of the Baron Lachaver we're talking about is if you're trying to help somebody else out and you're trying to push them in the right direction, sometimes you've got to give a little musr and sometimes you've got to work with them and they sometimes feel that um, I'm not there and they don't want to be pushed, but as a good friend, if you really cared about them, you try to push gently. But it has to be ba'ava, and if they're convinced that you love them, then they'll take it. Don't stick a lulav in their eyes. But the notion over here is that Lamaisa, once you know that they're on your side and they know you're on their side, you can accomplish a tremendous amount. And again, that's what Abraminim together is all about. Whether you're passing a lulav, or not, if it's together, then we can accomplish. And if it's not, it's not going to work. I want to focus on Hoshana Rabba for a few minutes. Maybe we'll even get to the Shaila of the handouts. I'll quote just a few lines from the Sefer Binyan Eilam. As you know, the Binyan Eilam is a Sefer on Tamatara. That's not in front of you. I just have the copy over here. The Binyan Eilam is a very stark Sefer on Tamatara and on Bitlotara. The good news is we have a lot of people in the room, so I'm already preaching to the converted, so to speak. There's a minig to try to stay up as long as you can, Leil Hashanah Rabbah. The minig is in many, many sfarm, as much as uh, Shavuos, maybe even more ironic that uh, Shavuos gets, uh, again, a little bit more press, but in Shara Shemayim we're working on it and we're catching up, apparently. And the Binyan Island says, quotes from the Arizal, Af b'yayim Hashanah Rabbah, which started an hour and a half ago. Yar b'b'teira, ki b'b'yayim meisrin hashtar chayv shal gazar din bein hamamunim la hanish. The din was Yom Kippur, the Nister is being handed over. He brings in the Zayar Kaddish and Parashat Sav. And he also mentions, by the way, you should be careful, extra careful, on Hashanah Rabbah, davam mincha b'zman, which with our new scheduling means you really got to come on time and finish Modesrei, and bench, and make sure your brochas are with proper kavana. He mentions benching specifically. Menegesti the Suda tomorrow. He quotes from Shara Kavanas. B'nei b'nei mesiris ha-pesakim e'elu. Yesh ma'marm chalukim b'sefer azayr. He says, there are actually two makaris, makam echad aymer mesiris ha-pesakim. Piskatayva, the good kvitl, hu balel ha-shana rabam. That's why we're working hard tonight. And another place, I hope this doesn't disappoint you, this is actually leave us elated, we get more time, that is done on Shemini Yatzeris. I told this to somebody a couple of years ago, and he said, I, I'm barely making it through Hoshana Rabbah. I said, you can't fall off the map after, after it's handed over. <laughs> the Kabbalists have to go throughout the entire year. I said, you're working through the Aveda. Shemini Yatzeris is not that... More difficult. So there's actually a few Makaris, whether it's Ashana Rabba or right after Ashana Rabba. Either way, the Makar that's well known, it's now, the Arizal is Ashana Rabba, which is again why we stay up. He mentions in one more Makar, he quotes the Lavush. and he reminds us that uh, a very central theme and key to success in Talmud Torah. The Abnei Nezah is a famous Talmud where he says this as well. 
I'm mentioning it now because what we do, Yom Naraim, has a lasting effect throughout the year and gives a special siyat this Shemaya. So we're learning and we're doing tshuva and we're davening a lot tomorrow. The learning tonight will leave a lasting effect if it's focused on in terms of not, amelis doesn't mean you're not having a good time. Amelis means you're sweating and you're working hard and you're enjoying the fact that you're really focusing. That is the greatest simcha a person can have. Just like you make a bracha, on delicious fruit. The birchas has to be with the biggest hana and the most kavana. He quotes the famous Gemara Nadarim, one of the reasons for the Chorben Shalom Birchu Vatera Tchila. He quotes the Shochan Acharav, the Kach Yirak Al Adam, Sheaklicham Dasa Shakash Barchash Meshashea Barchal Yam Vayem, Chashuva Ben Lavarchal Abesimcha Yesim Mikalanar Shabbalom. So this surpasses any birchas anenin because a Dava Ruchni, especially Tamatera, which is connected to Kulam, if it's the greatest mitzvah, it's got to give us the greatest tainug. Many people, Bacharim and Masifta and Abes Medrash, and many people who in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s complain that they don't have the same tainug, it doesn't pot to you. The haftacha is that keep on doing it, you will, you'll get it. You just have to keep working on it, and the more you feel you're really focusing, the more you will have that beautiful hanam. And he quotes the Baal Shentiv that one of the things causing an arichas and the gullus is that we're not myrich in avas oilam and avarabba to say it benachas. So, myrich was already done tomorrow morning. Shacharis that every minute you're diving at Hoshana Rabba is a time to go slow in birchas and in avarabba. We'll end with one bracha and then we'll just go at least to the shaila in front of you. There's a bit of a machlekes. Uh, what do you say when you leave the sukkah? So we're leaving the sukkah. Well, you're supposed to leave the sukkah shmini atzeres, but with the right so you leave the sukkah hashana rabba. But whenever you say this, what do you say? So we give an interesting speaking of machemes galgamogog and agula and tchias amesim. So make he rotsen that uh, we should be zeichet to sit in the sukkah of the Ar of Yasan. So you were asking about Lav Yasan, no doubt that was why. So the nuschas of many of us is lashana haba in the sukkah and the Ar Lav Yasan. And many peskim question what that girs is all about. What's the problem? Shana haba means next sukkah lochera. No. Is a sukkah made of the Earl of Yasin kosher? Of course not. If you use Earl of Yasin as your schach, you will be sitting in a puzzle of sukkah and midaraisin. So I was thinking, you could say the walls, and then you'd have the problem is it shaking? You pull the leather very taut. Okay, got to figure it out. I don't know how much Earl of Yasin they're giving out for everybody. Okay, we'll figure that out. Love Yasin is very large, so we'll have to pull it taut. So it could mean the walls. Some say the gears of Lashana Ba doesn't mean Lashana Ba Baisa's man. We say Lashana Ba right after the Taki is Matsyam Kippur. So Lashana Ba Bishalim, you want to wait Dafka a year? You want to wait 364 days to get to Yushalim? It means no, Lashana Ba means 
very soon we should go. It doesn't always mean a year from now. And it means, Alpinister, that we should be zeicha, to be sitting wherever we're going to be sitting and eating the Sharabar and the Lavyasan and the Elvyasan, whatever it is. It's an expression we should be zeicha to it soon. And others say, you look at the Elvyam Akar, it doesn't say Lashan Abba. It just says we should be zeicha to be in the Elvyasan. So whatever the bracha is, with the proper amelus and focus and our ruchnius, not our gashmius, and our badama chaver and helping all the arovas and clay Israel out to grow. Mitzvah will be zeicha to be sitting in the Earl of Yasan very, very soon. Mitzvah And we will get to at least the shayla in front of you. Which copy did I give out? What's the front copy? Sif uh, Aleph. Is that it? Okay. So we're going to usually... Uh, Throughout Sukkot and Shrini Atzeres, and a week or two afterwards, we're still in these sugyas because often they go into many other different sugyas like Kinyanim and the like. So, we spent a couple of years over the last 10 years discussing the meaning, which is Baruch Hashem today, almost not Nogea practically, but very Nogea in the Lumdus. In Europe, they couldn't get their hands on, uh, you should see the coolers they have in the Chuvas. People come to me with their lulavim and their arovas. Is this too dry? I said, I think if you spent already a few hundred dollars on it, you could spend five dollars getting new arovas. It's a hidra mitzvah to get nice green ones, including for tomorrow. Everybody's always getting the big ones for clapping. Check your lulav. It might need some uh, tune-up. Uh, that's a hider, But I've never seen in America yavesh, yavesh. You should see what the chuvas talk about in Europe. They were using last year, the years before, things they yashin from their Alta Baba. They, they just couldn't. Poland was landlocked. They, 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 you had to be a gvir out there. They just couldn't get. The wars going on, Rahmanullah Islam. So they, if they were lucky, they got a couple for the Kahila, and that was it. And uh, Sam Sefer wrote his famous shuva. People think it happens here as well. You hold your abraminum tight, which you should be as you're doing that. I knew him. So you'll notice, like halfway through day one, it's like brown where you were pressing hard. And. So I'm saying, as a tshuva, he said, that comes from chavivas, a mitzvah, and the slavas of Israel. That's wonderful. That's here, the mitzvah, even though it looks bruised, which it is. And there was stuff, juice oozing out. So I'm saying, when you passed it in Pressburg between 500 people, that's going to happen before you even get it. Just understand what they were up against. So in that backdrop, you understand why for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, they were relying on the kula, which the place is still trying to figure out, how they were chinuch the first day, giving it to the kid if you can't give it to a kid on the bar mitzvah because he can't give it back to you. So you can't give it to him, you can't be mocking it to him, he doesn't have lochem. And if he did, then he can't give it back to you and you won't have lochem on the second day, which is a huge built-in problem. And many places come all along and said it's a problem, try to get his own abraminim, and often the father didn't have one himself, let alone get one for the kid. So that's an age-old problem, and there's a lot of very fascinating lumdis why that is. The first obvious explanation is, is chinuch form over substance, substance over form. The kid doesn't know, lachem, is lachem, you get it here, shake this. So he gets the chinuch of doing the mitzvah. Talk about this Shabbos afternoon. But he's not doing it right. Does that make a difference? So some achem say it's a raya that it's form over substance as long as he's doing nanum and the abraminim. It doesn't make a difference if he gave it to him or not. Other Peskim are not sure about that. And again, they suggested even in Europe, Yishim Ahmed today, Baruch Hashem, most people can afford it. I've had people call me with the Shaila. One fellow last year called me and I said, uh, it's an old sugya. I said, why don't you buy sets for everybody? He said, I have nine sons. That was a good excuse. And he's a Rebbe in the yeshiva. 
Uh, I hear. Okay, so now we can talk about the coolers. If that's not the case, get then you can get the baseline for next year. If you didn't do it this year, for $50 if you buy it at the right place at the right time. And it's kosher. But the coolers are always fascinating. The one driving in front of you from the Licha Shlama, he talks about a Chacham Tzvi. I'm just going to present in the few minutes we have. Started a few minutes late. So I'll just present what the angle is. It's absolutely fascinating. And he has a discussion of it, which I'd like to finish over the next week or so. So we will uh, finish and afterwards go to the Siyam. Uh, the Shir, by the way, is Ilinishmas Rus Bas Basia Sarabas Esther. I said that in Ashkenazis. I hope uh, that's okay. And uh, for Shlomo Babani, who is uh, still trying to say his Kaddish and Sfaradit, uh, or Nusa Sfarad. Uh, so uh, he will be saying the Siyam after we finish the Shir. So what does the Chacham Tzvi say? Well, listen to this Chakir. It's absolutely fascinating. And it actually ties in, that's why I wanted to start with this, with the Muslims we just uh, had in the discussion on Simcha. The Pasik describes taking Arba Minim in the Beis HaMikdush. How does the Pasik describe it? If you never thought about this, you're going to be amazed. It's a Pasik, and there's no... You're going to ask me, okay, where's the bridge? What's the trick? Where, where's the Pasik that says you have to take Lulav and Esrig seven days in the Beis HaMikdush? No? Smachtem. No, smachtem. Yeah, okay. Where's the Pusik that says take Abraminim in the base of Iktish? Smachtem. And there's no machalikas about this. It's talking about the Abraminim. Why? So, per the discussion we just had, is because it's poshit and obvious to all of the discussions in Shas about this. They didn't even point this out in the Gemara. Samachtem is the Abraminim. You just finished Yom Kippur, you're victorious and din, you made changes, you're moving up in your Ruchnius. Celebrate. Amazing. There's no, no Gemara that sort of like spells out that it just took a push. Samachtem obviously means Abraminim. Now, we have another Pasig that does spell out the Abraminim. What's the other Pasig? For Gvulin, for all us people, all the members here in Chuslaritz and even the people in Rechavia and Matasdorf. And Arzabira, still not the old city. Shiloh, whether Mikdash includes the whole old city or just inside the base of Mikdash. For everybody outside, we have a mitzvah the rice on one day, and the rest of the Pusik, and that's spelled out what it is. Okay. What is the mitzvah in the base of Mikdash? This is a very important hakira with many nafkaminas, and this is going to be one of them. What is the mitzvah? Is the mitzvah in the Mikdash the same as the Mikdash, the same as the one in Yamishan for Gvulin, for outside the base of Mikdash, just seven days of it? Or is it a different mitzvah, same Abraminim, with different parameters? I mean different parameters, so let's start with an obvious one, Lachem. Do you have to own it in the base of Mikdash? Do you need Lachem as you're standing in the Azar? So this is the Machlech Yisrishenim, the Ramban of the Balamar. And other Rishonim on each side. And the Balmar says that it's the same mitzvah, and you need Lachem the first day when you're wherever you are, and you need to do it when you're in the base of Mitish or Yushalayim, depending on who you hold like. You need to do that for another six days to be Mashal in the seven days. And the Ramban says you don't need Lachem in the base of Mitish. It's a very involved sugya. Rab Chaim says that 
the chefs of the lulav is the same even in the Ramban for the base of Beitish and the first day. But lachem, ownership is not in the chefs of the lulav. So what's he getting at? Hadar. If you need hadar the first day, you would need it even according to the Ramban. According to the Balmar, it's nothing discussed. It's the same mitzvah. Just here's it one day and there it's seven days. According to the Ramban, many learn that it's a completely different mitzvah and who said we have any restrictions? All the restrictions are on the Lachat Lachem Yamarishan. This is a different din. This is Smachta. Smachta, we have to know. It's Abraminim. And Rukhayim says, even that's not true. There are dinim inherent to the mitzvah, which apply all seven days. And then there's Lachem, which is not Nechefsa. You have to own it, but it's a side din. And there are various shittas in between. So the Chacham Tzvi, as applied by the Chacham Shlama, and Rashlama Zaman discusses whether it's a Dabra Muskum. Shlomo Kluger says in Chachma Shlomo that the minute to give it to the children, even though they couldn't give it to him because he couldn't own it because if he owns it, you can't get it back. That's the problem we're working in. Is an interesting solution. He said that on the first day is the Dinda Rice of Lachaim. No, you can't give it to the kid because you're not going to get it back. So that you can't be Makayim. But he said there's a Dinda Rabon on the first day of Zechalamiktush. As you know that? Well, why do we take Lulav on day 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7? Zeich Lamikdash. So he says, the Dindra Abana Zeich Lamikdash is on the first day also. So give it to the kid anyway. Let him at least do the Drabana. And he can make a bracha on that. He's doing the Drabana on Zeich Lamikdash. Isn't that an interesting idea? Just swallow that for a moment and digest it. So Shlomazama is going to say, well, if you hold like the Ramban, maybe, because... It's a different din. So you have to make a zeichel mikdash even on the first day because the mikdash is a different din. If you hold like the Baal Mar, it's the same exact mitzvah. Why would they make a zeichel mikdash on the first day? We have the din to erase it. So he says, why would that be? So according to the Baal Mar, he doesn't think it works. He's not even sure it works according to the Ramban because according to the Ramban, if you have any din to erase it, why would they make a din to Ramban? You take the little and Esrog anyway. That's going to be fascinating. Chakira within... See, he's not sure... That, it's a Yisho. Again, they're looking for answers because they had no lulu of him and they were giving to the kids without being machinated to them. That's a problem. And he starts off mentioning, which we had a shirin about five years ago, is why don't you just give the child uh, matam al-aslachsir. That way, if he doesn't give it back, the answer is, well, first of all, he still can't give it back. Second of all, we don't give Abramina matam al Even though matam al-aslachsir works for everything else in the here it's not good enough. It has to be a king and gummer, no strings attached. And Chachma Shlomatayin is, according to the Chacham Tzvi, there's a Dindar Abonah floating in the background on the first day of Lakat al-Chamiyam Rishon that's also a Zeich al-Mikdash. So Shlomo Zaman says, maybe according to Ramban, he's not even sure according to Ramban, according to Balmar, it wouldn't work. That's the short version. We'll look forward maybe to seeing it inside. But we will end here, and everybody's invited outside to see him, a good fiddle, and keep up the good work. Okay.